Hi, I'm Leanne. I'm a light worker and a mother to three special girls. I strive to continue learning, growing, and to collect new skills. I'm a psychic medium, Reiki master teacher, and a Kashuk record reader and energy healer. I am so excited to share what I've learned and what I'm going to learn and the ups and downs of life. Thank you for joining me on my journey. Welcome to Life of a Lightworker podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm going to start with a card pull, and I was drawn to pull two cards. It's both from the same deck. It's the Rebecca Campbell's The Starseed Oracle. So the first one is Loosen Your Grip, Coping Mechanisms, Density, Addiction, Let God In. We're cyclic beings, and Mother Earth teaches us how to be human every day with the coming and going of the tides and the seasons. If you're clinging to anything, you're resisting the natural flow of who you are. The things we cling to are often those we need most to let go of. The food, the substances, the relationship, the jobs, the people-pleasing. The things we cling to often cover up our most vulnerable space, the part we're most afraid to leave empty, the part we guard and don't let grace into. But by keeping the space covered with something that doesn't serve us or cling to it, for fear of it not staying on its own accord, we prevent ourselves from receiving the things that will. A Course in Miracle tells us, whatever we leave empty, grace will fill. And the Buddha said, you can only lose what you cling to. Indeed, both are true. If this card appears, you've been called to find the courage to loosen your grip and give up control, to release your coping mechanisms and leave space for grace and God to enter, to surrender all that feels dense to the divine. Loosen your grip doesn't mean that what you're clinging to will go away. It may, or it may stay, but you can be sure that what is for you will find you, and you'll breathe easier knowing that you've shifted from relying on your own strength to surrendering to the grace of life. The Starseed Soul Inquiry is, what are you clinging to for fear of nothing coming to take its place? The second card is Weight of the World. Boundaries, let it go. It's not yours to carry. We don't need to carry it all. You're no good to anyone if you're running on empty and bogged down by the weight of the world. This card is a reminder to look after your own well-being before anyone else's, to stop carrying the world's problems on your shoulders, to put on your own oxygen mask first. In these changing times, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed by the state of the planet. However, you can't take on its problems from the place of an energetic depletion. This card is thanking you for caring so much. You want to build a better world and ease the road for others, and that's incredible. But the way you've been doing it is likely unsustainable. This isn't to say you should switch off to the world's problems and become unconscious. Rather, it is a call to establish clear boundaries so you're not constantly taken out energetically. The planet needs you to be healthy, both physically and emotionally. So instead of digesting the news or reaching for your phone as soon as you wake up, 
show up first to a nourishing practice such as meditation, soul inquiry, deep breathing, or exercising in nature. Once you're in a state of grace and your inner well is full, you can face the day, the state of the world, and care for others. And at the day's end, take an energetic shower by emptying out anything that's not yours to carry. You can pick it up again the next morning if you so choose, but give yourself time and space to rejuvenate and rest. The Starseek Soul Inquiry is, what are you carrying that isn't even yours? So I do feel these cards are quite linked because if we're going to let go of what we're holding on to out of fear, we're also probably holding on to the weight of other people. So by releasing that weight from the world, we are opening ourselves up to receive what is for us. This is a very common problem with a lot of people, and I, I'm assuming it's widespread across all demographics, but personally, being a mom, I feel we take on a lot. We not only take on what's on the world, but we take on what's in our town, what's in our extended family, what's in our little family where our children and our husbands or spouses I feel like it's a really heavy weight and learning to put down that weight is something that all of us struggle with no matter how well you have become at putting down that weight it's something that is so easily picked up again, you can find yourself doing it without even thinking because it comes so second nature to put the needs of your children first. But as they start to get older, you they don't need you as much and it's learning to, when to start to let go, when to start to let them do things more on their own so that you don't have to carry that weight anymore. And that's a difficult balance. I'm having a really hard time with that. That's something that's very tricky for me. And I would say specifically for parents who have neurodiverse children or children with disabilities, it's even harder because you know they need you more because there are certain things that the world thinks that they need or they require and you need to fill the gap for them because they're not ready to meet that level but I'm starting to realize that part of it is being okay that they're not going to meet to the societal level because the societal level is unrealistic and it's not correct it doesn't fit everybody and it's not supposed to fit everybody because everybody's so different. We need to be okay with not meeting the societal norm and trying not to reach for that as the gold standard and trying not to compensate out of our own buckets to try to lift your children or yourself up to those standards because it's unsustainable. You might be able to do it for like a day, but maybe you can't do it for a week, for example. It is asking for... A breakdown. It's asking for a crumbling. It's not something that we can 
do long term. And that's just something that I'm I'm working on. I'm starting to realize that I don't need to do all the things and it's okay that things aren't perfect. Things don't have to be the way that we envisioned or society envisioned to still be good, valuable, wonderful experiences. I caught myself in a bit of a negative loop this morning because getting ready for school, getting all three of them ready, it was it was a gong show because my oldest, her pants weren't fitting right and then that kind of set off all the other dominoes that made getting ready for school uh, very argumentative and yelling and agitative and uncooperative and generally just more sensitive because when she starts to when she has that initial trigger every little thing is a big thing so there was a lot of upset sets especially when you have them kind of bothering each other getting ready in a small space like the entrance and then my middle had issues because she couldn't find her agenda which I believe she left at school, but trying to convince her and try and when she gets into her idea of what she wants, it's very hard to move out of that. She has oppositional defiance disorder as well as her ADHD. So once she gets kind of stuck, it's very hard to change that view and get her out of that way of thinking and get her in a more pliable, go with the flow type of attitude. So that added to the morning and then you know the five-year-old just being a five-year-old it was just typical nothing extraordinary but you know having to remind her for everything so it just kind of compounded and then afterwards after I dropped them off I started to realize that like we do this all the time we expect ease we expect what we see on tv what we hear from others because others only show the best of what is going on they don't usually show the worst unless they're really close friends and it's unrealistic you know it's just we have to lower these expectations that these people have to be this gold standard they're not They're experiencing life, and they're experiencing life with very big emotions, bigger than the neurotypical person. And so we have to give them grace. We have to give them time and understanding and forgiveness so that they can learn and they can change society to be more accepting. Because... Our, my goal isn't to change them to be normal. My goal is to make them strong enough so that they can change the people around them. That's what I want. And if they can stand up for themselves when they're older, I've done my job. That's what, that's what my main goal is, is for them to speak up for themselves and hopefully others. I think I need to remind myself more of that so I don't get stuck thinking that they need to make things easier for me or 
along those thinking, along that thinking, and I need to be more full of grace for them. I need to be more forgiving. And I need to just meet them where they're at, even when I'm frustrated or tired. I need to kind of just go down on their level and not take on their load to bring them up, but just go down to where they are and just be there with them. Not take anything on, just be in the presence so that they're not alone, but they're still doing it themselves. And I need to work on that more. I need to get better at that. So I hope some of these insights will maybe help some of you as well. And I hope all of you have a wonderful week. And I know the moon really made the energy last week really big. I know a lot of people were either sick or grumpy or tired or they're just going through a lot and I felt it a little bit differently. I felt I had tons of energy. I could feel the energy flowing through me and I also took that opportunity to do a lot of releasing. So I did kundalini yoga twice that week and I did a psychic session and I did energetic healing on myself. I did, I uh, channeled uh, a new to me energy healing on the Monday and I was doing it every day and it was really helpful with my heart and a lot of my blocks are associated with my heart or connected enough to my heart so that when I work on my heart it really flows through the rest of my body. So I took the opportunity of all that energy of the moon to help flow through me and try to release this energy from 2022 from the because this is the last moon of the season and then the pretty soon is going to be a whole new season whole new year and i can feel the freshness and the the it just it feels like a joyous energy that's coming up soon and it's really exciting and makes me smile feeling it and I hope some of you can tap into that energy release yourself into the energy so that you can release what doesn't serve you and move towards what you envision because you can't bring in what you haven't when you can't bring in something when you haven't made space so you need to release what you no longer want to bring in what you do We can't have both. They're contradictory. They'll cancel each other out. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Goodbye.